Yeah, so this is, uh, this is uh, Bordeaux Diaries. It's a bit obvious, but do you want to tell us where you are? I'm in Bordeaux, Matthew. This is Bordeaux Diaries, a year in the life of DMU student Callum Taylor as he studies drama in France and in French. Hello, this is Bordeaux Diaries, episode 18. We've got something a bit different this week. Uh, I'm not going to be chatting to Callum as usual. Callum's written a few short stories inspired by his time in Bordeaux and in France in general, and he's going to read those for us now. So, here's Callum. Foreign Classroom Most of the other students have laptops. I forgot mine. That's why I'm writing this. Creativity is nothing short of suppressed inside these four walls, sealed from above with those classic off-white tiles found in every public building. The curtains are the colour of dried-out, wrinkled peas. Stale, Wikipedia-esque knowledge hangs in the air, dribbled out slowly by the reasonably well-dressed professor and lazily inhaled and inscribed by the students. Students who would rather be basking in the sun outside, the sun that they frequently glance at yearningly with a strained, disappointed expression, realising their current position, the sun. At least they got their tick on the register. That counts for something. It literally counts for their mere attendance. I'm not even on the register. I got put in the wrong group. Somewhere in this decomposing polytechnic, a, I imagine, withered human calls my name in a withered way and is welcomed with a simple silence, which is what they have learnt to expect so therefore comforts them, reassures them. Yet, I sit here and no one calls my name, and that comforts me. This one's called Golf. I want to get into golf. I went down to a golf range, and fucking hell, it's brilliant. There's a bar there too. There's a place where you can hit things really fucking hard and have a pint. Not only that, if you aren't already sold on it, it's outside so you can smoke too. So you can drink, smoke, and hit things hard with metal sticks. That's perfect. You can do it on your own too. It's socially acceptable to do that. You can go with your mates as well if you have to. But yeah, golf. If you're thinking, but I'm shit at golf. No, don't worry. So am I. It might even be better to be shit because you won't manage to connect with the golf ball a lot. So when you do, the sense of achievement will be incredible. Furthermore, if you just replicate exactly how the unhappily married fathers next to you are doing it, eventually you'll get there. You might even befriend one or even a few of them. And then you can go and smack balls together. You could bring a hip flask and some cigars. You don't have to do any of this, but it sounds goddamn brilliant to me. I'm being eroded. Is drinking ruining my life? Is smoking ruining my life? Is pollution ruining my life? Is jealousy ruining my life? Is selfishness ruining my life? Is Facebook ruining my life? Is pornography ruining my life? Is capitalism ruining my life? Slowly enough for me to do nothing about it. I thought that one was a bit good. Like, sad, good, happy, good, sad, sad, good. Okay. He's off, on, off the rails. I ran across a railway today. The rush was utterly fantastic and the fear was exciting. You don't realise how big railway tracks are until they're passing beneath your feet. The metal was a cold, rust-stained orange and even the pebbles that the tracks are laid on are more like boulders close up. Bloody hell, you maniac, what were you thinking? I can feel you thinking this and I think it myself too. Even though I have a perfectly reasonable explanation, I assure you. It was either struggle to climb up a rather steep road bridge or follow the well-trodden path that led across the tracks. 
okay, I know I said perfectly reasonable explanation, but the reality of the matter is, if you can't do something positively crazy in your life, in your 20s, and in an old Christ, I'm going to say it gap year, when on earth can you? And I'll finish with good old blighty. Is England always grey when you've been elsewhere in return? I've been wondering if I'd love England if my family and friends weren't there. I don't know. It is rather green in places, and it's comfortably reliable. The wonderful familiarity of Motorway 1 is romantic in its own little way. Motorway 1 is better known as the M1, but I prefer Motorway 1. It's simple and full of memories. I think everyone has a memory of Motorway 1. I return to Blighty feeling as if life has been continuing steadily and comfortably. Local roadworks in my town have since been completed, which con contents me and allows me to contemplate how essential they actually were to my local town. I return to France and things seem to have carried on frantically in my absence at a swifter, less predictable pace. Maybe that's a reflection of myself and my own feelings for each place. However, it's my ongoing interest in the progress of the local roadworks that allows me to realise Blighty is still my home. We're all a bit complacent in the UK. Coming and staying here in the land of the revolution has made me see this. Do you know what it takes the French to strike? Almost fuck all. I'm convinced it's some people's hobby to disrupt Bordeaux's public transport with the latest worthy cause. No one strikes in the UK. It's like we've forgotten how easily we could fuck shit up. Maybe my sense of nationalism has weakened since I've been here because I'm not reluctant anymore to learn a lesson from the French. That was Bordeaux Diaries episode 18. To hear all of the other episodes, you can go to Mixcloud, just search for Bordeaux Diaries. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That'll be very useful to us. So subscribe, download, share, and stay tuned for more French fun. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>